Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I know it's not the top story of the day, but Dolly Parton bowing out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has got to be one of the coolest ones. You know, I have a whole series of cultural things to get to, starting with Bill Maher. And how the people who think that somehow the culture wars aren't important, or they can disparage others for being involved in culture wars, they don't, they don't have the beginnings of what's actually going on. How important this all is. It's incredibly, incredibly important. The fight for culture is everything. Winning the culture is everything. Enter Dolly Parton, who got nominated uh, uh, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, and she, she writes a little message, does Dolly Parton. She writes, Dolly here. That's, that's her name. So she's like, Dolly here. And she says, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. I do hope that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. This has, however, inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future, which I've always wanted to do. My husband is a total rock and roll freak and has always encouraged me to do one. I wish all of the nominees good luck and thank you again for the compliment. Rock on. Dolly. Dolly Parton is the new Betty White. It's clear that America needs this in their life, and they're getting it from Dolly. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's great to be with you. 833-468-8669, that is the number. 833-GOT, Tony, you realize that Dolly Parton is like, she's she's 80, right? Producer Ari, how old is Dolly Parton? I'm checking right now. She's going to now put out a rock album. You know, it'd be awesome. 76? Wait, 76 or 86? 76. She's going to do this. She puts out a rock album. She will be doing arenas. Guaranteed or your money back. People like those who are decent. We don't mind a fighter. We don't mind people fighting for what's theirs. And the truth is, we we don't mind successful people. We don't. What we mind are people, certainly who lie to us, but we mind that people tell others that they can't. Oh, the way you got it was wrong. Don't worry. They'll come for Dolly Parton. And when she pushes back, we'll say we like her even more. J.K. Rowling has created a whole new fan base for herself. Not because they agree with her on everything, but because they agree with the idea that she should be allowed to speak freely. She should be able to say that men are not women and women are, are not men without being having her career destroyed because men are not women and women are not men. It's a statement of fact. And statements of fact are not shocking things. They're rational, normal things. Why would we ever, ever, ever be opposed to them? I favor the rational and the normal. 
So this was Bill Maher. And Bill Maher is discussing what's going on in Florida. You know that they call it the don't say gay bill. That's because these people are liars and morons. The Florida parental rights legislation very clearly says that in grades kindergarten through third grade, we're not teaching kids about sexual identity or gender, this, that, or the other. There is zero wrong with this legislation. And everyone who says, well, this means don't say gay, is a moron. Despicable bigot. Hateful of the truth. Bigoted against the truth. Opposed to you knowing the truth. They are fine. Morning, noon, and night. With lying to you to your face while they smile at you. And tell you that if you don't go along with their lies, that you're a bigot. It's it's just clear that the 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 people who claim that this says don't say gay, not only are they lying, they're proud to be lying, and if you point out that they're lying, they scream louder that you're a bigot. But I have no interest in having uh, respect to for for, for liars. I don't want to hear from them. And I like it when people say, look, 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 we may not agree about everything, but this is just wrong. And that was Bill Maher on his show over the weekend. This is Florida's don't say gay bill designed to trap Democrats into saying they support teaching young children about sexuality is the question. But we can broaden that to anything about that. I mean, I was reading about it today. It's a. I mean, if people don't know, this is something DeSantis is about to sign. And I guess it's a reaction to Republicans who feel that there's too much talk in lower grades. I think it's only they're talking about kindergarten to third grade. So we're talking about very young kids who, you know, as always with this stuff, you know, there's there's, not like there's no kernel of truth in that maybe kids that young shouldn't be thinking about sex at all. I I don't think it's... Specific, I think don't say, it's not like, you're not allowed to literally not say gay. But they, they just don't want teachers talking about it. They think it's the province of parents. What do you think? What do you think? Now, that is considered heresy. But that is a remarkably clear-headed statement that the vast majority of us have stated. Now, maybe the whole bill was a setup, right? The whole bill was a setup. Hey, to get people to want to show how they want to sexualize kids. Man, you don't need a setup. There are a lot of people out there who want to sexualize kids. The problem is there's a political party that has embraced it. Because there are a lot of members of the party who are buying into this whole don't say gay nonsense when that's not what it says. And certainly aren't doing anything to stop it because they don't mind lies. So culturally... We have a society that is, in some ways, advocating for the sexualization of children. And in other ways, advocating for lying to the American people because it moves their narrative. And then we have some who don't believe in the sexualization of children. And those people are being called the bad ones. That's nuts. Now, to prove my point, there was a guest on on the show. I, I don't know who he is. I have no idea his name. Uh, I'll I'll try and get it from the clip. And he refers to himself as a gay rights activist. And I want you to hear what he has to say. 
Frank, I'm curious. I mean, that sounds reasonable on the face of it. I mean, I'm right. not, I'm not, my main concern as a gay man who advocates for gay rights is not that second graders know who Harvey Milk is. That is not the key. Uh, that is not the key to LGBTQ equality. But, but I mean, I, I also question, I mean, does this really need to be at the top of these politicians' lists? Right. I mean, this is a total... It's, this is... No, it's a wedge. This is... This is this is not this is not going to improve Floridians' lives. This is not an urgent problem. This is a dodge. It's another culture war that's meant to score cheap, easy points rather than really solving Americans' problems. Now, this is not a dodge. And you are wrong. And I would tell you to your face, nose to nose, that if we were to do a poll of a hundred gay rights activists, you will find plenty of people who believe we should be teaching about Harvey Milk in kindergarten. It goes without question. I'm not going to take the time right now to get into the biography of Harvey Milk. Of course they do. The more radical, the better. We are seeing this time and time and time again. Now you say to me, Tony, what proof do you have of radical? I'm so glad that you asked that very question. Allow me to share. All right. I pledge my heart. I pledge my heart to the rainbow. To the rainbow. Of the not so typical gay camp. Of the not so typical gay camp. One camp. One camp. Full of pride. Full of pride. Indivisible. Indivisible. With affirmation and equal rights for all. With affirmation and equal rights for all. Watch your heads. And that right there is a group of kids pledging allegiance to a rainbow pride flag. Being led by Chastin Buttigieg, the husband of the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. What pledge of allegiance to a rainbow flag hell are you talking about? I want you to listen to that video, I want you to watch that video, and then tell me somehow there's something wrong with the culture war. I had written myself a note when I knew I was going to do this story. And the note was about Stonewall. We're talking about gay clubs in New York and the riots that took place therein. Was that in the village? I think it was in the village. I mean, I've, I've walked by it. The, 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 the gay men... This might be uncomfortable for some, but honestly, uh, you, you don't come here because it's all comfort, people. You come here because it's honest. The gay men of the days of Stonewall worked hard as hell for acceptance. Gay men of the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s worked hard as hell for acceptance. And the acceptance was, hey, this is just the thing I do. I don't think I should be attacked in the street for it. And I don't think I should be kept from opportunity for it. You know what America said? Okay. The gay man of today has nothing to fight for. So they invent it. And I certainly wouldn't put every gay man into that category. But there are plenty of people who still think they have to fight for something.
And now what they're fighting for is anything. So we're no longer talking about an idea of, hey, we just want to live our lives. We have now reached the point of, hey, you have to embrace the life we live. It wasn't enough to be able to get it in the streets. It wasn't enough to be able to get it in the workplace. It wasn't enough to get it on the college campus. Now we want kindergartners, and we're told by panelists over at Bill Maher, it's not a real issue. Yes, it is. Because I have Chastin Buttigieg leading children in a Pledge of Allegiance to a flag that doesn't represent a nation and doesn't even represent all gay kids or adults. You'll notice in my conversations, I never once discuss whether or not a child can say, hey, I'm, I'm gay. Feel the way you feel, man. Live your life. You'll never notice that I have never, you'll notice, I should say, that I have never said that a child can't say, I, 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 I think I'm this or I'm thinking that. Kids can say all sorts of things. The question is, what are they acting out upon? My argument about uh, transgender children is that children cannot make this decision for themselves. And they certainly aren't allowed to act out upon it in a way that affects other children. Like, for example, women uh, on sports teams, girls on sports teams who are told that they lose their spot because Tommy thinks he is a girl and therefore gets to compete. A culture war is necessary to stop that bigotry. A culture war is necessary to stop radical adults like Chastin Buttigieg for thinking that he could lead a Pledge of Allegiance to a rainbow flag. It's nuts. If that was any other flag, it would be a 24-7 conversation on CNN and we would be talking about outright insanity and bigotry and brainwashing and cults. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a cult. And I'm not just talking about Chastin Buttigieg and these kids. I am talking about the people who feel the need to sexualize children. I'm talking about the people who want to claim that they still have to fight. What are you fighting? The people in the days of Stonewall, they fought. What are you fighting? What exactly are you fighting for? You want to make an argument that you're fighting for, for, for the right to housing? Well, that'd be an interesting fight. You know what it has to do with the Pledge of Allegiance for gay children to a rainbow flag? Nothing. You should be opposed and disgusted to it because what you fought for, I should say what they fought for, has become a cult. Why are you okay with it? What the hell are you doing? The fight was for acceptance, and now the fight is for demanding fealty and celebration of any decision that's made. And that's where the culture war is, guys. And that's why it's so important, and that's why it's so real. That's why it has so much value, and that's why it has to be won. And may I add, people who should be involved in this culture war... Gay men and gay women who aren't cultists. Who want to live their lives and realize the fight that came before them and take a look at Chastin Buttigieg and say, that's nuts. Who take a look at the people screaming, don't say gay in Florida and say, those people are losers and liars.
And there are plenty of gay men and women who believe this. But man, they ain't talking loud enough at all. Maybe they get silenced. Maybe they get pushed to the side. Don't. The things that were worked hard for to actually make America better are getting absolutely destroyed in your name. I don't think you should let that happen. I'm ready to fight the culture war. I have been for years. I shouldn't say I'm ready. I am fighting the culture war. I don't care if they think that that's a problem or not. I've come to win it. I'm Tony Katz.